Hi everybody, I'm Andrew. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And this week's episode is Dino Riders. Uh, it's another uh, toy line that kind of got promoted by a cartoon um, from the late uh, late 80s. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool little line that that we've got going on this week. So, yep, all about dinosaurs and technology. Um, this is uh, this is quite an interesting one, especially since we're looking at you know another like I said another cartoon that's pushing a uh, a toy line. So. Yeah. Well, before we get into any of that, we got to talk about our social meds. So, uh, John, give uh, give us the details. All right. So, Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook, look us up. We've got our group there, Toy uh, Rewind Podcast. Our email is toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Our website, toyrewindpodcast.com. Uh, then you can look us up on with our bingo sheet and join in with that and have some fun with it at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. And of course, thank you, Andrew, for getting that all set up and good, good to go. Uh, and then you can look us up on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv backslash toy rewind pod. And make sure you put the pod on there. Yep. Make sure you put the pod on. There is another uh, toy rewind on there. I don't think they're doing anything with it. Uh, but they're, I, I run into it every once in a while when I'm trying to go and accidentally hit enter too quick. Um, so yeah, check it out. Check out that Toy Rewind. Check us out on Twitch. Um, check out our social meds. We do have a contest that starts tomorrow, so um, hopefully you've been checking out our, uh, our social meds and our social networks so that we, uh, you can get all these details about the contest. We'll talk about that a little bit more towards the end. Um, prizes and everything like that, uh, they have been announced at this point. Um, I know because I announced them, so everybody knows what, what we're going to be giving away, uh, but we'll talk about more details about how you can enter, what you can do, and everything, so we'll get into that towards the end of the episode. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, we've got our fun for all question. This is a pretty good one. I like this one. Michael, you asked this one to the Dorksman, correct? I did, yes. Yeah, they, didn't, they haven't responded. I'm, I'm curious to hear their, their answer to the question, so yeah, we'll, so, we'll see. Yeah. Challenge to the Dorksman. Um, you should respond to your emails at some point and maybe answer some <laughs> questions. Uh, Not just say you're going to eventually respond. Right, right. Don't just, uh, <laughs> don't just say I'm going to eventually respond on that. So, yeah, here we go. Here's our question. How far have you been in all the different directions? So that's north, south, east, and west, in case you don't know the directions. Um, how far have you been? And I think ours is kind of interesting. We chatted about this a little bit earlier, but I think ours is kind of inter- interesting. So, um, Michael, you're the oldest. Let's start with you. Yeah, I haven't gone as far as you guys. Um, uh, thankful for Andrew there. I have been to Denver to help him move twice. <laughs> twice. Uh, so the furthest north I have been is in that direction is Denver, Denver, Colorado. Uh, the furthest east I've been is Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, we went there for Thanksgiving one year, me and John. Andrew, you weren't around at the time. Uh, of course but we went we went to visit uh, our uncle uh, on the on the naval base there in, in Charleston, South Carolina um, for Thanksgiving one year. And then uh, the furthest south I have ever been is is Nueva Laredo. Been right across the the state border there. Uh, we went to Laredo, Texas, do some work, and um, 
had some time off, so we walked across the border. Uh, this was 20 years, 25 years ago or so, so Ooh. it's been a while. But uh, I was I was probably about 15 when we did that, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, and then uh, the furthest west I've been is actually the Arizona state line because we went to Gallup, New Mexico for a, a, a church uh, mission trip to one of the Indian reservations there. And we went, we were going to town to get some stuff. I don't remember exactly what exactly we were doing, but we realized the bus driver realized he was lost when we ended up crossing into Arizona. So we had to turn around and come back because we weren't supposed to be in Arizona. So that is, the, that is the furthest, that is the furthest West I've ever been. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> kind of a tight knit little area towards the South. Yeah. Like south of the States and everything. So yeah. it's not, not bad. Um, I'll go next. We're saving John for last, um, but I'll, I'll go next. So I have been, I mean, obviously Denver, but I just moved back down to Texas from Great Falls, uh, Montana. So we were there for a little while. And so that's probably the furthest North, which is like an hour and a half from the Canadian border. So, uh, almost to Canada, not quite there. Uh, I'd like to go someday. It'll be fun. Um, as far West um, I've been to, I'm looking at a map. I've been to Los Angeles, uh, went to Disneyland a few years ago. So got that on the, on the, on the bucket. Um, as far East, I have been to Raleigh, North Carolina, went for a business trip, had some fun. And, uh, so yeah, that's a little further East than Orlando. Just looking at this. So yeah, Raleigh. And then I've been all the way down to the very small little town of Brownsville, Texas, um, which is <laughs> basically Mexico. Uh, without that is the furthest south you can go in Texas, yes. Yep, it's the furthest south. Uh, it's, it's basically Mexico without having to have an actual passport. So, yep. Andrew, um, did you ever go to Mexico? Nope, never been You've to Mexico. Never... Okay, so only me and Michael went to Mexico on mission trips. Yeah, so um, when I went to Brownsville, the... Um, and and I've been to El Paso, so both of those I was on business trips with one of my old companies, and both of the station managers that I went to meet with there both told me they can get me across the border if they if I wanted to go, but they couldn't promise to get me back. And I was like, I don't want to go to Mexico, okay? I'm fine. I'll go down to Cancun someday, whatever. I don't need to go right across the border, especially in El Paso. I have no need to go to Juarez. Sorry. If you're listening to us and you're in Juarez, I'm sorry. I have no need to go there. Uh, but yeah, so those are those are mine. Um, John's are like a little more fun. So John, well, I got. Uh, oh wait, on mine real quick. When I went across the border, when I was coming back, I had bought mom a a, a big bottle of of vanilla, pure vanilla, because she does a lot of baking <laughs> back then. And it was in a brown bag, and I was like 15 years old coming coming back across the border with a with a bottle and a brown bag, and they, I got stopped uh, they, by the they, Border Patrol. They thought so, it was something else. But man. they had to check it out. But it was when they realized it was just pure vanilla, they let me come on oh back across gosh. with it. So All I right. bought it. I bought it for a dollar. It was a dollar. I mean, I that, couldn't pass not, it up. That's not bad. And it lasted her several years. So <laughs> <laughs> shout out to mom. All right. All right, John. Yeah, shout out to mom. All right. So furthest north uh, I've been. Uh, thanks to Aspen, was uh, Chicago. Uh, 
that was uh, okay. or I guess that was furthest north. Okay, John, you're gonna confuse people because you said thanks to Aspen, and then you mentioned somewhere that doesn't have Aspen trees. So, yeah, thanks to the business I work with. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the restaurant that I'm working with, uh, and then uh, east, the furthest east east was uh, New York City. See. I think that's the right direction. Yeah. And then furthest west was uh, Los Angeles. So I've been to both sides of the United States. And then the furthest south I've been is to Guyana, South America. And to kind of put that in retrospect, they have the, is it Cayatera Falls? I know I just butchered that. So, um, but I've been to the falls and taking pictures and stuff down there in South America. Um, John, I'm sorry. We're just gonna have to hold on a second. I just remembered, and if I, it's because we were there for a funeral. I've been to Maine, so I beat you. I beat you <laughs> on the east. I just remembered we were in. I believe we were in Bangor, um, but we were actually we were outside of Bangor uh, on a in a small little town. Or it might have been Augusta. I don't quite remember exactly where we were at, but we went up for Bryony's granddad's funeral that was up there. Um, and that was when, that was like 10 years ago, but nine years ago when Evie was just a baby. So, well, okay, so you got me that way, but at least I've left the country and actually left the continental North America. You beat he's, us, he's you beat in, us on the south. <laughs> he's been in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you beat us on the south. Um, <laughs> All thanks to the army, but but that's it. So we're tied on west. I beat you on north. I beat you on east. You beat me in south. We both beat Michael on everything, so it's fine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were so shocked to hear that he left the state of Texas. I actually, actually, no, no, no. I was shocked to hear that. He, I forgot he went to Mexico. <clears throat> yeah, we did a yeah. couple of those Mexico trips when we were younger. Yeah, I, I've forgotten. Uh, about I think that. I did. I think I did two. Yeah. I think you did. I, I, uh, I remember you going. I just don't remember Michael going. So it's just kind of funny. Like, I, I was thinking, yeah, he's uh, he's been to Mac or he's been in the States. I have never had, gotten to leave. I just, there's, I, I mean, I didn't, no reason I didn't go too far in. I just crossed the border probably about half a mile in and I was back, back in Texas again. So, I mean, hey, yeah. that's yeah. still far enough. So, <laughs> Um, all right. Well, there's our fun for all question. Uh, if you want to let us know, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that have been all over the place, so, uh, let us know where you've been. Um, Dorksman challenge has been sent to you now. Um, if you'd like to answer somebody's question, um, then feel free to answer it. Um, it'll probably be on your podcast cause we know you don't answer emails. So, uh, go ahead and answer that one. Um, I actually vaguely remember, I think they've talked about this before though, Michael, which might be why they, they haven't, but they, I don't, they may be waiting for Joey to get back, too. They might have been waiting for Joey to get back. I know he's been yeah. in and out with moving and weather and all that stuff. But uh, I think when they first started, they I don't know if it was them talking about how far they'd been, but there was some talk about the distance because they are spread out um, across Canada and Hawaii and Denver and Louisiana. So yeah, they're kind of little, spread little out. Little so. island out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, the little island out in the middle yeah. of the ocean. So yeah, they're they're kind of spread out. So they they might have talked about that a little bit. I don't remember. So they may have. All right. Well, there's our fun for all question. Hope you hope everybody had fun because that's supposed to be fun for all. 
Um, and I think we're now looking, let's, it's time to talk about some Dino Riders and uh, Tycho. Yeah. So, Michael? Yeah, we can, let's, let's start off talking about Tycho, who is the the makers of Dino Riders. Um, so we're doing a little bonus thing. We've done this uh, once before with LJM. We're just going to kind of do a rundown on the, the company. Uh, so Tyco, uh, so Tyco was founded in 1926 as Mantua Metal Products uh, by John Tyler, not the president John <laughs> Tyler, just some other some other guy named John Tyler, um, and his family. So uh, so they began manufacturing HO scale model trains. Um, that's kind of what got them started, and it kind of ran through most of the the theme all the way to the end of Tyco. Um, or up till now, because they still kind of still kind of there. Um, but uh, for World War II, they kind of stopped production between forty-two and forty-five. Uh, they produced uh, precision and mapping equipment for the Army and Navy, uh, kind of like what most a lot of companies did back then during the war. They all stopped production of certain things and started making stuff to to help out with the war. Um, I know right now, past few months, I know there's some other companies kind of did that with making um, uh, like uh, face masks and stuff like that for us going through this the, the pandemic we've been kind of dealing with. Right. Uh, I know like Ford and all them have kind of done the same thing. Um, but uh, anyway, so they uh, they did that. And then after the, the war was over, they went back to model trains Um so in 1957, Mantua, they pioneered HO scale ready-to-run trains, which were uh, trains you just kind of put it on a track and go. Um, because before then, you actually had to put the, the trains together, like little kits. You had to actually build the train yourself to, oh, wow. to do that. So 50, 57, they kind of did that, went that way. Uh, and then when they did that, uh, they kind of sold those ready-to-run trains under the name of Tyco which stands for a short version of Tyler Company, since it was the, the family name was Tyler. Uh, so they focused on um, those, and then they got into the HO scale uh, racing sets, or slot cars, in other words, because um, that got kind of big in, 60, in the mid-60s, say 63 and, and stuff like that, right around that time. Um, slot cars were starting to get really, really big, so they got into that. Um, and 1970, um, Tyco mostly, they, they shifted most of their sales and marketing to, to mass markets, um, and, uh, uh, to focus and they, cause originally they were focused on smaller hobby shops and stuff like that. Uh, so they, they kind of, 1970, they kind of went mainstream to the big, uh, big stores, um, uh, around that time, kind of like Walmart and Target is now. So, um. Uh, let's see. Uh, so eventually, uh, they changed their name to Tyco Industries, um, which was 1970. They ended up selling uh, Tyco Industries sold to Consolidated Foods, which is actually a division of what becomes a Sarah Lee Corporation. Um, back then, a lot of these food type uh, companies started buying smaller, like toy companies and stuff like that, and so. They became part of what's now as Sarah Lee at that time. So uh, the mid-80s, we get into the wait, 80s. Wait, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on a second. Okay. 
So you've got a toy company that gets bought out by Sarah Lee, basically? Pretty much, yeah. They had to find a way to get the kids involved in getting the food, the cereals, everything like that. So, Is that, I mean, why not? Buy a toy company and guess what you can do? You can put you toys, can put in, toys your, in the box. In your snack cakes. Yeah. <laughs> and they put it right in the middle of the snack cake. I feel like this is a king cake now. We've got babies in the king cake. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Keep... So if, if you look through through the history of toy of toy companies, you know that they, they have been. There's been several uh, like Kellogg's and stuff like that. They they have owned uh, several different kind of toy companies and stuff. So um, anyway, okay. Getting back to our to the to the history of that you know by the time we get to the 90s uh taiko dominated an electric racing um at, which is the the slot cars and they and the radio controlled vehicles the rc cars and stuff like that they were really really high in uh, in those as well um in 1984 uh this is something good you might relate to Andrew. In 94, Tyco produced its own interlocking brick product, uh, which they used the, yeah, they used the, yeah. uh, the schematics for the Legos, because apparently the Lego had already expired, so they went ahead and used those yeah. to, to make, uh, to make the, uh, make their blocks. Uh, and they they wanted to make sure you knew because I watched one of the cartoons <laughs> and it had the commercials at the time and they and at the end of the commercial when they were they were advertising these blocks they said a compatible with uh, can also use with Lego systems so of they course. always threw that in there so you'd know that you can use them as Legos as well so I mean they all uh, say these that. were called yeah yeah uh, these were called super blocks so uh, super blocks and uh, and a Eventually, Lego attempted to halt the production of them, but uh, Tyco won that lawsuit in 87, so Tyco was able to continue making these blocks. So, uh, they made them in the late the 80s... To, they made them all the way up to 90. Yeah, it's, it was, yeah they, they went a few more years after wow. that, yeah. <clears throat> so, late 80s and 90s, Tyco decided to, they started to expand and diversify. Uh, they acquired several companies themselves. Uh, in '89, they got they bought out uh, Viewmaster and Ideal Group, uh, which can, brought them in as Viewmaster, uh, Magna Doodle, and then Ideal Nursery line of dolls that they had. '92, um, okay. they bought out Il Ilco Company. One second, one second, real quick. Okay. In case right. anybody is listening and playing bingo. I believe that was a phone noise that might have just buzzed just barely, and John's confirming. So there's a bingo, bingo, quick bingo square for you. All right. Continue, Michael. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Okay. <laughs> so in 92, let's go back to 92, uh, they bought out Ilco Toy Company, uh, which which owned the Sesame Street license licensing. Well, that's So nice. they, they did that. And then 93... Uh, and, and going back to that, uh, Sesame Street would be a big thing in their future. So I'll come to that in just a second. Um, in '93, they also bought out Matchbox, so Matchbox toy cars. Um, that started out as as Lesney Matchbox from Europe, and then then they so match they bought Matchbox. Um, 
uh, in the 90s, they branched out with a line of airplanes. Uh, they had a splash with uh, Little Mermaid dolls when the movie came out. So they've done they they've the, done everything from trains to airplanes to I mean we're we'll get into automobiles, Sesame Street, automobiles, and and Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. So, All right. um, so almost to the end here, the uh, uh, the Sesame Street line going back to that in 1996. If everybody remembers uh, the Tickle Me Elmo that came out. Hey, Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they released that in 96, <laughs> and it was the the biggest, most sought-after toy of that Christmas holiday season. Right that, that was... That was... People were just going crazy nuts over that. As far as yeah. I remember the Christmas holiday rush for specific toys... Like, I mean, obviously, we had great Christmases. You know, there was Nintendo, all that stuff. But as far as, like, companies not being able to keep up with production for something and there being a mad rush and people starting to spend god-awful amount of money to get things, that's the toy that I remember, like, being the first one. Yeah. I guess I didn't see what was really in with that one. I was 16 at the time when it came out, and I'm like, why is everyone gawking over this little red furry thing? Because it's <laughs> Elmo! <laughs> I don't know. Elmo's we... always been the toy. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but the had, thing he had some issues kids, later. too. Have you ever seen the video of where it's on fire or whatever? And it keeps talking. I need to look that. One I gotta up. find that one. That that's you know they pretty funny. they made if you ever seen the 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 show uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, they have uh, was it Beepo? Beepo is Bimo? that what it is? It's uh, I can't remember. But they kind of made fun of that whole deal with that with that stuffed doll on on Legends of Tomorrow. So it was it's kind of funny. And it ends up yeah, ends up becoming one? a big deal throughout the whole show after that. But yeah, Bebo, Bebo, Bebo. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, Bebo. But yeah, that's so. that's the toy that I remember being like the the first one that I remember being the crazy like people were going crazy and you know like so that like I said that was ninety six. So yeah, and really I don't remember anything in years before uh, after like Cabbage Patch Kids and stuff like that. Everybody went crazy for those in the eighties, and then after that, it was nothing really that big until Elmo came out. But uh, I mean, did they have issues just... with uh, production and stuff, like getting keeping Cabbage Patch Kids like during Christmas time and stuff that people would pay yeah, they, they... ridiculous amounts of money to get certain ones or anything? Yeah, yeah. See, I I don't I remember, mean, it was... but I was also way younger, like that at that point, <laughs> and not paying attention to money and whatever. They like, would, yeah, they would go crazy where where. You wouldn't be able to find them, and then people reselling them for hundreds of dollars. If if so, the Cabbage Patch Kid, if they only had eBay at that time, could you yeah. imagine? And it would have been a lot worse than what it was then. Yeah. yeah. So so, but they they pretty much sold them out of the trunk of their cars back then. That so. that brings us all the way from trains <laughs> to cars to mermaids to ammo. So mm-hmm. yes, um, Tycho's had quite a history there. Yeah, and the last thing really that kind of they they were still around, but Mattel ended up purchasing them in '97, and all for at that, that time, and that at that time Mattel bought them out. It, they were the third largest toy company in the U.S. Tyco was or Mattel was Tyco. 
Tyco was. Mattel uh, was the largest. Okay, okay. And so they were the third largest. Um, and pretty much Mattel just kind of kept them on as Tyco RC division. Um, yeah, and then yeah. The, the others, the RC others kind of like yeah. Sesame Street and Magna Doodle, Viewmaster, they all got pushed to the Fisher line, Fisher Price division line. Which so. makes sense. Now, Tyco, uh, you didn't mention it, but Tyco also were the ones that made the spy toys, which we talked about a few episodes ago. They made some of the um, spy tech. Yeah, so, they did. Yeah. yeah. So we've had a little bit of a background with uh, Tyco, but now we've got a full background um, with yeah. them. Now. What did the uh, we started in 80, 88, 87? So yeah, the uh, Dino Riders. Getting into that, um, I had to find my notes here. Uh, Dino Riders, yeah, they came out in in eighty eight. In eighty eight, when okay. they were That's released. Yeah, the series, the first series, they had four different series. The first one was in eighty eight. Um, a little background on the Dino Riders. Um, it was a story of, like I said, they had 14 episodes on the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, actually it was 13 and the 14th one was on VHS. That was actually, um, in the ice age. Cause the others 13 were set before the ice age. Right. Uh, but they just wanted to get some extra toys in like the woolly mammoth and stuff like that. So, um, that's why they did that, that one episode. But, um, so the story, storyline, has to do with the battle between the Valorians and the evil Rulon Alliance. Uh, the Valorians were like a superhuman race. Um, they could do like mind control and stuff like that. Um, and then the Ru- Rulons were uh, were several breeds of humanoid type animals, people. Uh, they had ants uh, and they had cro- uh, crocodiles and they had snakes and sharks were the kind of the heads of these people. So it was kind of mixed up with some different kind of animals. but um, So really the story is the Valorians were, were trying to escape from the Rulons. Uh, and they used a special time space-time energy projector thing and something went wrong on it. And it transported them into the past uh, 60 million years back in time. So they, they ended up on, on Earth in, in the prehistoric area, era. And the Valorians ended up using... Um, their t- telepathic uh, communication to befriend the dinosaurs. And then the Rulons used like brain boxes to brainwash the dinosaurs. And they used the dinosaurs <laughs> to battle each other. So that's where the toys come in right there. So this, this, sounds, they like, use... this sounds like another movie that takes place um, as, a, as a prequel to Cowboys and Aliens. But Cowboys and, or, uh, Aliens and Dinosaurs... <laughs> Yeah, I have never seen Cowboys and, and Aliens, but I can only assume that it's something like this. The storyline is something like this. Yeah, but I something mean, like hey, that. Yeah. Why not have aliens with cowboys or with dinosaurs? Who knows? The aliens have to come visit us now. Yeah, might, might as well. Yeah. So you know, the the first series, um, they had um, six different Valorian uh, dinosaurs with their uh, with the uh, um, action figure and to make these the right size the the action figures are that three inch line that we've talked about before yeah um so the dinosaurs are pretty good sized dinosaurs um but they, they had the first series had six valorian and then six rulon and then they had eight eight different packages with two figures in each each package so 
um, and a couple of them, and each one had actually motorized parts where the dinosaur would walk. Right. Uh, so you just turn it, you hit a button, and it, it'll 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 walk across. It's pretty slow, but it would walk. So. so something else to mention on the dinosaurs, real quick, is that the dinosaurs in that they produced, or the ones in the cartoons. They weren't all from the same time period either. Yeah, they were. There's a so, word for that. <laughs> it's a. It's a big word. Anachronistic. Yeah. Yeah. They just they just went but to a generic just, dinosaur. They just era. grabbed whatever dinosaurs look good from each one and put them in one show. Yeah. Yeah. Even though not, they didn't live in all the same time period. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. hey, the aliens didn't live in that time period either, so it worked for them. Why not? Might as well. Yeah. It works. Well, sure so. about that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it all works. So, yeah, they've done these crazy things. They've got these dinosaurs. You're controlling them with, uh, com- with technology and, and mind control. I mean, these are crazy. But like you, like you mentioned, Michael, the dinosaurs were a pretty good size. Did you get yep. the uh, – anybody having to look up the stats on the, uh, on the brontosaurus? Uh, I don't know the size dimensions, no. That thing was huge. Like compared to, I mean, you've got a two-inch toy that's on it. Yeah, the thing was pretty large. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit later, but um, I, sad I mentioned it now since it comes up in my toy truce. But it's all good. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, yeah, like I said, there was uh, some of these dinosaurs. You know, they're, they're kind of hard to pronounce some of them, but um, the, so the Valorian <laughs> ones, you had the. Diplodocus, the Taurosaurus, the... I should have had Jude on here. He would have been able to say all these. Yeah. The Styrocosaurus, the Quetzalcoatlus, and the the Pterodactyl, yeah, Yeah. Quasimodo. (laughs) Um, But uh, some of these, like the bigger ones... Uh, they came with more than one action figure. Uh, the Diplodocus had uh, uh, had three different um, action figures. You had Questar, uh, Monzi, and Ares. Um, and then the Taurosaurus had a Gunner and Magnus with them. And then the others all had one uh, one guy with them. Uh, the uh, the the Rulon ones had the Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, the Triceratops. Uh, Deinonychus, De- I have no idea. The Monoclonius, yeah, and the Pterodan and the Ankylosaurus is what they had. So, and the Tyrannosaurus Rex and the Triceratops were motorized. So those two are the ones that walked in that group. Yeah, um, uh, and then there's the Taurosaurus, like you mentioned. So, uh, looking at prices, um, did you did you look at those? Because the the prices are kind of crazy. Um, well. I never saw the actual price for like the motorized ones. I've got them uh, here. some of these that are that are not motorized. Yeah, I see yeah, like I've got them. I've got them between, so the Ankylosaurus, the Ankylosaurus that came with Sting. So that was six ninety nine. Yeah. 99. yeah. Um, <laughs> just look at yeah, it's usually between seven to ten dollars on those. Yeah. The, so did you have a price on the motorized ones? The Triceratops. With Hammerhead and Sidewinder was twenty four ninety nine. Sidewinder, okay. Um, and then the Triceratops or Tri- Triceratops yeah, Rex. Rex with Krulos, the Bitor and uh, Cro- Corbius, Corbus. 
mm-hmm. was forty forty nine ninety nine. Okay. So you've got a pretty good. Um, and then, like I mentioned, the, the Baronosaurus on the sides of that that was seventy nine ninety nine. These are these are some pretty hefty toys. No wonder but we didn't have it. Huge any. the the motorized <laughs> ones. Yeah, the ones that aren't motorized, you can get them. They they were they range between seven to ten bucks. Yeah. But the motorized ones were the bigger ones. Yeah, those are the the, the big dog. Yeah, ones. they jumped up there. I mean, see the. the uh, now the two packs that have two two action figures together was there, there was one uh, a Valorian and a Rulon in each each package so um, they were between about two and a half to three bucks for the two action figures together so yeah man these are yeah those yeah, are the, those are the booster packs yeah yeah although what I'm looking at right here it's got just the it's got a dinosaur plus one of them uh, uh, the figures are at the bottom of that list John. The the blister pack. Oh, there they are. Three ninety nine. There you go. So yep. yeah, it's uh, wow. Those are some crazy price. I mean, this is this is late eighties. Um, I just can't imagine like a normal kid off the street getting the Tyrannosaurus Rex or the Brontosaurus. Like, those are some serious price points for the for the late eighties. I mean, yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. motorized. But did they, I wonder if they ever thought, hey, well, let's take the motors out of these for the kids and have it at a you know. $25 price point or something, you know? No. Why would they do that? I mean, they might sell a few more. <laughs> so, all right. The parents, parents are going to buy it anyway. stuck around? They might have stuck around, you they, mean? Yeah, I mean, you never know. Um, so, talking about that, <laughs> taking the motor out of them and, and making them non-motorized um, kind of gets us into the a little thing about the Smithsonian. So... These were incredibly detailed dinosaurs, and they were incredibly accurate. Um, to the point that the Smithsonian actually contacted Tycho and had them create their... What's the name of it? I wrote it down somewhere. Where's it at? It's their... Burr, burr, burr. Dinosaur Collection. The Dinosaur Collection. Yeah, so it's like... yeah, yeah. Um, But it's <laughs> theirs, the one that they use. Um at the Smithsonian and to show the dinosaurs, they make these for them. But all they did yeah, was they made take the off. adjustments though. So if they had like areas where the weapons or stuff connected to them, there might have been divots or yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, they made those. They took that stuff those. off and redid that. They took out the motorized stuff and everything, but they did. I mean. Did uh, and looking at the detail on the pictures and stuff, watch looking at some of the stuff, they're just they're really good. Did either of you happen to happen to happen to know why they're so detailed? Yeah, they've used the there was a dinosaur illustrator that they used, um, that actually brought the dinosaurs kind of what they would look like if they were right, you know, alive still. They used Um, that guy, William William Stout, was his name. That yeah, and he was uh, he was a paleontologist illustrator. Yeah. So that so. that's kind of crazy. I mean, if I was going to create a toy line with dinosaurs, I I don't know if I would necessarily think to call in a paleontologist to like help me design, you know, there's so much out there, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, they brought in this paleontologist. I want to know if they brought in an alien to help with the tech. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? They have a Rulon in yeah. there to to help them out with stuff. <clears throat> <laughs> so I mean these yeah, there were some these toys were pretty pretty awesome. 
but yeah, we didn't we uh, didn't have any. Um, no, I don't. I I personally don't remember these at all. John, do you remember these? No. Michael, I remember them, but I never had them. Um, basically, because that was about the time when I was getting a little out of the toy, playing with toys and stuff like that. You guys are still younger than me, but um, I was. But in... I was kind of moving into junior high time right there so i was i was messing I didn't have with as much my turtles toys. i was with my turtles at this point and legos I yeah, was they were still like i said the the first series that we just talked about came out in 88 uh, series 2 was 89 uh, series 3 was 90 and then the ice age series which was series 4 was 1990 as well right so so yeah. but they did last longer than you know the cartoon was 14 episodes so the uh, the toy line actually lasted through three years, a lot longer than the toy. A lot the, longer the than cartoon. The, the cartoon, yeah. Kind of, kind of opposite of what Bionic Six was. You know, Bionic Six had all those sixty something. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but they had that whole whole series of, of cartoons, and they had just very very few well, like 14 toys uh, figures yeah, yeah like 14 15 toys total yeah um so yeah so these these kind of kind of like you said the opposite of, of bionic six there and uh they've got a lot more pop culture stuff going on i think it has to do with how like how well they were designed um yeah so not only are they in the smithsonian um part of that um those smithsonian toys john sent us the video earlier this week um, are the toys that Robin Williams is playing with in Mrs. Doubtfire when he does his first little um, tryout recording studio. Yeah, when, <laughs> when the boss for the, the TV network walks in and he's in there playing with them doing uh, what like Raposaurus Rex and I don't know. Those are like so many, that was so much fun. Um, I want to know how much of that was like off the top of Robin Williams head and how much of it was like, he was like, already had it um, I, I bet you there's a lot of that that was just off the top of his head yeah yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking like they so, were there and they were like okay what are you gonna do so um yeah so not only so he's using them there those are the smithsonian dinosaurs um the the character bix in dinotopia series is modeled after the dino riders protoceratops yeah that's an interesting yeah the Dinosaurs, yeah, dinosaurs have weird names. <laughs> it's it's like because they're scientific names. Yeah, it's like the Protoceratops is like a <laughs> Triceratops without the horns. Yeah, yeah. So Jude yeah. okay, so, can probably tell you that. So yeah, he probably would. <laughs> so there's Bix from that. Um, it's claimed that the character Rex in Disney's Toy Story or Disney Pixar's Toy Story is based on the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Dino Riders line, with both toys having a very apparent similarities. I looked at those. Because um, I saw a picture, and they look very similar. I mean, the, the only difference is is the head. Yeah, yeah. Because Rex is more of a like, has has a cartoon yeah, type head. Well, he's got the bigger mouth. The, yeah, but the rest of the body looks almost identical to the to the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex from this yeah, line. Yeah, so that's pretty. But awesome. he does mention in the shows. Yeah, he does mention where he's made yeah. or yeah. who made him and how is it he, was a smaller part that was. And engulfed into Mattel. Yeah, it wasn't he said, Mattel, he said but it he's. Was a diff- <laughs> he says he's yeah. from Mattel, but from another line that was 
incorporated into Mattel. Yeah. 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 So, so um, that's how he, yeah, he explains it. So we also have the South Park episode, um, Imagination Land episode three. There's a Dino Rider Tyrannosaurus that can be seen for several seconds seconds walking through the background. But you have to look for him because he matches the background. Right. So he's in there. Um, he's a, they've got Robot Chicken. There's an episode GI Jogurt. Um, yeah. The Dino Thank Riders, you, Michael, for that. yeah, the Dino Riders have a rock song in that one. Um, and in addition to the toys and comics, there was a number of other products released during the Dino Riders run on television, primarily children-oriented products such as coloring books, puzzles, crayons. Um, Tyco also released a number of Super Doe playsets. In addition to these products, Dino Riders clothing, kites, stickers, costumes. Lots of stuff. They they produced a lot of stuff. It sounds like every other thing that came out in the eighties, they overhyped it. Um, it's interesting though that they did only have a few shows, but everything else kind of survived. So um, I guess the show did exactly what they wanted it to. It pushed the toys, and they kept going with the toys. Yep. Um, oh, also, John, you mentioned the Teen Titans Go episode. What was that one? Yes. Uh, it was the one where they go to this island, and the dinosaurs are there, so they. And they get on the dinosaurs and soup them up to fight each other, and then they realize that to see which one was the strongest. Well, the dinosaurs turned against them, and then they all, after they turned against them, they realize that they're all on the same team, and then they actually work together. Oh, so just a fun episode <laughs> of Teen Titans Go! Uh, so yeah, this see. is a yeah. They also use the molds for the dinosaurs for uh, the ninety. It's a nineteen ninety three line of Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Oh, they nice. use the dinosaur lines for those too. Yeah, I mean, so these the are molds. They've those. got a lot of yeah. use for these. Mm-hmm. So lots of fun. yeah. It went on just just more than just that one toy line. It it kind of crossed several different different things, like like Cadillacs, dinosaurs, to, to the Smithsonian, Smithsonian. Smithsonian. <laughs> I can't say that <laughs> the Smithsonian uh, toys, yeah, and everything. So kind of a. a uh, educational type thing is what it kind of turned into. Yeah. Yeah. And and like we mentioned, we didn't have any of these, so we don't have any real life stories. You did somebody, I don't remember which one of you mentioned that mom remembered the commercial. Yeah. I was talking to her and it wasn't the commercial, but we were going back and forth and she asked what it was. And she goes, I remember those cartoons. Oh, it was so apparently cartoon. one, me or Michael watched the cartoons, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't, Honestly, when Michael put this on the list, I was like, I don't know what that is. Never. Maybe you did watch them. You were just so young, you don't remember them. But yeah, um, I mean, being the fact that it was eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, I was he was infatuated. Yeah, he was infatuated with the turtles. I love the turtles. The turtles are awesome. <laughs> yeah. I believe they're ranked number one on my list for a reason. Probably so. Um, interestingly uh, enough. Um, after looking at these, I do believe that they, these these toys deserve a movie. Like, I think it would be awesome to see a movie with this. Um, just, I don't know, just to see the whole storyline. Um, I'm sure the cartoon, trying to watch it now, would not suffice anything. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cartoon, I watched the, I watched the first episode of the cartoon. Um, it was... It was just an eighties eighties top cartoon. It yeah. wasn't nothing spectacular. I, I don't think I, knew it. I think it would be awesome to yeah. see a, a movie 
um, like a real life movie with this and, you know, maybe a story or something. But I also kind of get this whole vibe, <coughs> almost uh, Land of the Lost type vibe for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like that yeah, would kinda. happen. Um, yeah. If you are a collector of of toys, um, you may have already seen um, Entertainment Earth has an exclusive that's coming out in February of 2021. Um, they're trying to get out of this uh, horrible year of 2020. But in 2021, they're releasing a, it's a whole set of like small, they're, they're not the full size ones, but they're small, um, kind of like the green army men. Um, but they've got different uh, molds. Some of them are green, some of them are purple. I don't, I can't tell which one's which. Um, but the good guys, I think the good guys are green and the bad guys are purple. Um, they may be. <laughs> so, but they've got them. It's like, like a 20 bucks. You get, it's a, how many pieces are in this thing? Uh, da, 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 da. There's six dinosaurs and 15 other figures. So 15 little, that's not, that's a nice little set. So, um, could be something to look at, have fun with. Uh, so yeah, it's on Entertainment Earth. If you're a collector and you're looking for something, if you're looking to get some of these real ones, you may want to go try to steal them from the Smithsonian, um, or I guess eBay. You'll probably get in less trouble on eBay. Probably, yeah. Or just go check out Smithsonian and buy it from them. Oh yeah, yeah. You just go buy instead of just stealing them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a lot of setups. Yeah, your computer monitor, John, is like flashing. <laughs> I don't know what it was doing. Oh, so <laughs> I didn't I, want to show that picture. Do we? Do we? You know, oh, go ahead, Mike. So I pulled up one of the one of the setups of how they had them displayed in the stores and stuff, and it's a pretty massive setup too. Yeah, it is. With how big these guys are, and kind of gives you a perspective of it. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Mike? Uh, I was gonna say, you know, if you go back to the the Rulon figures. Or actually, the, the characters, you know, even in the cartoon, uh, you know, I said they look like crocodiles and ants and and sharks and snakes. Um, their names kind of give them away of what kind of character they are, because uh, the 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 main commander, his name is Krulos, uh, <laughs> but if you go down like Rat Ratlar, he's a snake. Uh, Six Gill is a is a shark. Uh, Fire is a fire ant. Uh, Finn is a, is another shark. Um, Fang, I think, is was a uh, was a um, a snake, and then termite is like a, an ant kind of thing. Um, then you have Squirm; he's a snake. Um, uh, you got uh, Snarl and Drone, which is an ant. Um, yeah, so if you look at their their names, it kind of puts a, kind of put some on what kind of critter they actually are so this in, is in their figures this is so. another um kickback we talked about them in centurions with the names um 80s people naming things that are just like hey look it's an ant calm drone the drone yeah ant. there you go um that was a, a snake uh, he's got fangs calm fang yeah so they're just yeah yeah you got not you a got lot of hammerhead hammerhead was a snake was a was a shark and then antor's an ant uh mako's a shark you know, it's just it's just kind of crazy on the on the the bad guys' names like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know, hey, they don't want to they don't want to be too creative. It's fine with me, whatever. No. All right, anything? Wait, we have anything else on these guys? I like. Let's say this this is kind of an interesting one since we don't really remember them much, but it's kind of yeah. A nice I mean, just lesson. um, 
you know, just some of them, you know, like, like I said, the bigger ones had the motorized and you had those that didn't have, uh, the cheaper ones didn't have the motorized walking, but I think that was the biggest draw on some of these was the motorized the, walking stuff. So. The motorized thing seems cool. And I looking back, I'd love to, I'd love to have had one of these, but it would have taken away, if I'd have had the motorized Tyrannosaurus Rex, I would have had 15 turtles. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd rather have the 15 turtles than the one Tyrannosaurus Rex that then would eat the other turtles that I had, probably. So Yeah, on, on the, the 1990 uh, releases, the Series 3 and then the Ice Age, the Ice Age Series, um, those, were, those were kind of the harder ones to find as they were towards the end of the run. Um, they had less uh, less stores carrying them at the time, so it was kind of harder to find those. Uh, they were limited uh, production runs, so it was. Um, those are if you're if you're a collector or whatever, those are the bigger ones to find. Yeah. So and there was there was three um, three dinosaurs in the series three. Two were the uh, Valerian dinosaurs, and one was the Rulon. And then in the Ice Age, they were all Valorian, Valorian dinosaurs. Uh, so you had a woolly mammoth, giant ground sloth, killer warthog, and a saber-toothed tiger on that. So, but that was it. There wasn't there wasn't any Rulon dinosaurs in the Ice Age so they, uh, release. They'd all been defeated by that point. Yeah. All right. Um, they, they they froze because they're all cold. Yeah, cold they're, they're all cold blooded. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, I think it's time we do our toy rankings. I'm not going to forget it this week, so no bingo card for anybody. No there. bingo card for that. Um, hey, I got. I'm going to throw one one more thing oh, out. So okay. reading this, and this is kind of weird. This is going the very first Dino Rider, uh, Warren, which was one of the Tycho still personally sculpted, painted, and fabricated the model. And used one of the figures from the mask toy line as a rider. Yeah, they've got this. They've got the same kind of uh, <laughs> maneuverability as the mask characters do. Yeah, where the, the joints are in the arms and the legs. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I was reading that. I was like, oh, they used the mask line to help do it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. All right. So here we go with toy with the toy rankings. Um, I hope right. I hope everybody's keeping up with this. I think this is kind of fun for us to kind of you know show how they how they are. We're doing our top tens, um, so or at least the top ten is what gets shown on the website when you're looking at it. So this will be the first week that there is a possibility for something to fall out of our top tens um, on the website. So Michael, give us your ranking and let us know what's uh, if if Barbie is is Barbie safe or uh, is she gone. Um, Barbie's not safe on this week for me. So, oh no, Barbie's oh, gone. Oh no, Barbie is dropping out. Oh, yeah, her party's over in the top ten. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put them just because I never played with them, and I I know of them. I'm aware of them. I've seen them before, um, but I never owned any. Um. I'm gonna put them at, at number eight for me. Number eight. Yeah. All right, John. Looking at yours. Let's see. So now here's here's where it gets interesting because your nine and ten are Centurions and Bionic Six, which I think, if I recall right, 
we don't remember those. So nope. is Bionic 6 safe or are they gone? Uh, Bionic 6 is going to go bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Just for the simple fact, I don't remember these. But when I look at them and we did the research on them and stuff, these seem just way more cooler. <laughs> but I can't put them above anyone else because I don't remember having them. I don't remember playing with them. Uh, I didn't remember Bionic 6 or Centurions. Centurions. Uh, and I wasn't a big Barbie fan, so I'm going to have to put it at 8. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> um, by the way. If you're playing bingo, that is a bingo card. Two of the three toy rankings match up. Um, yep. So, all right. So, Bionic 6 is gone for John. Barbie is gone for Michael. And uh, to be honest, I don't remember these. I didn't have them. Or we didn't have any of them. Um, I may have watched a cartoon, but I blocked that part of my life out, apparently. So, um, <laughs> these aren't even making my top 10. Um, I'm going to have to put these at 11. Uh, I don't feel the reason, any reason to move Bionic 6. I do agree with you, John. Well, I guess my, I didn't know it until earlier today that it was the, uh, the dinosaurs that Robin Williams played with. So maybe I have to put them at 10. <laughs> I'll put them at 10. Um, so Bionic 6 is gone from my list, uh, because I do remember, I do remember that commercial or that, uh, that movie and that part of the movie. So that would be the only thing. Even though I didn't know that's what they were, I think that's now, pretty awesome. So, Now, those are all from the line, but there is one of those dinosaurs in there that they say is a uh, fake. I don't doubt and it. Not one of these from this line. So I don't doubt that, that at it all. Tells you, if you look it up again, it tells you which one it is. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. So, Well, there's but ours. That was just a fun. Um, for me, Bionic 6 is gone. For John, Bionic 6 is gone. And for Michael, Barbie's gone. Sorry, Barbie. Um, yeah, that's 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 it. That's our toy ranks. I'll get those updated yeah. um, in the Sorry, morning. Sorry, Barbie. It's yeah. not your party. Not your party. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bingo. Bing, 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 oh, bing. Really? Michael was singing. I got a bingo also um, on that one. <laughs> Gosh, I'm um, glad I right. wasn't the only one that saw that. So that's uh, that's our. I hope somebody's playing. Share your bingo cards if you're playing, um, and tag it with a toy rewind bingo or something. Um, I'm gonna take a shot of mine and and post it. Um, I'm not even trying to get these. It's just happening. Uh, so there's a toy truth. I know. I know. Megan's been keeping up with them. She's been doing the bingo cards. She, she's been. She should. Uh, uh, she might. She may. She may hit you up on that. She should Shout post it. Wife. It'll be fun. Yeah, Rainy, uh, Rainy's doing the same thing, yeah. There we go. Um, all right, so there's our, our rankings. We talked about uh, the Dino Riders and Tycho. Um, great history on Tycho, by the way, Michael. Um, got our fun for all. We all know that Michael's been nowhere. Me and John have been places, apparently, but not as far. Um, so please connect with us on our social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can catch us at Toy Rewind Pod. Um, check out our Facebook group. We're trying to get a lot of conversation going there. Let us know, sharing some pictures, stuff like that. So feel free to join us there. Um, email us if you have any questions, toyrewindpodcast um, at gmail.com. Check out our website, toyrewindpod, or, sorry, toyrewindpodcast.com. You can see our toy rankings there. There's a link to our bingo card. 
Um, you can actually listen to our episodes there if you'd like to. Um, or there's some <coughs> merch. If you want a T-shirt, you want some stickers or something like that, uh, feel free to go to grab them there. Um, and tomorrow, or well, okay, so bingo. Check out our bingo card, which we talked about. And then be sure to connect with us on Twitch. Um, we are, I just relocated from Montana down in Texas now, so we're all a little closer. We are going to be doing some some more lives and stuff. Um, over the next, especially the next few weeks, we've got a lot of openings, um, our unboxings and some, uh, toy box showcases we want to do. Uh, but now that we're all getting a little stable, we're going to be able to do that. So, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitch, get in our Facebook group, cause that's where we're going to be doing those lives for you to see those. And this is, this is what everybody's been waiting for. They've listened to this entire podcast just for this part. Our contest that we are doing starts tomorrow morning on October 16th. So if you're listening to this after October 16th or on October 16th, go enter the contest. If you're listening to on the 15th when the day that this drops, then you have to wait another day. Um, but you can, you'll be able to see that link for our contest on our website or you can go to toyrewindpodcast.com slash contest. That'll get you over to player.gg for you to be able to enter. There's so many ways. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, there will be that you can retweet. Uh, check out our Facebook group. Check out our website. Um, the co- couple different ways for you to be able to interact with us and, and get entries. Um, and there are two ways to get a lot of entries. And number one is sharing a photo on Instagram and tagging it with the hashtag Toy Rewind Halloween. Um, so this is a kind of a Halloween contest. Uh, Halloween costume contest. So be sure to find those old photos of you at Halloween costumes. Share them with us. Uh, we want to see them. We want to have some fun with it. We'll be sharing them out. Uh, if you share them with us, we're going to share them out with everybody also. So everybody can kind of check them out. And then you'll get extra entries into the contest. Um, along with that, there are some secret phases. If you've listened to our last two podcasts, we've given you two. You're not going to get those two today, but we're going to give you the third secret phase. There's four total, so we'll give you the third one, and that secret phrase is jackhammer. All one word, J-A-C-K-H-A-M-M-E-R. So the other two are uh, are fun words. Jackhammer was... uh, from we were planning to do a different podcast today, a different toy line, but that got pushed back. We had already had the set, but it's all good. We're gonna come back around to that. But that's your keyword for this episode. It's jackhammer. So now, if you've been paying attention, you've been writing those down. That's three that you have. I keep motioning towards the camera like people are watching me, um, and it's not just you guys. But well, that's three. Hey, Michael. Arch. Yeah, that's three, three, uh, three secret phrases that you have. Um, the fourth one will come next week in next week's episode, um, and will also be maybe if you catch us on some of our lives, we may drop them again there. But you know, we don't know. We've got some fun that we're going to be doing. Um, this prize pack is pretty crazy. It is Ghostbustered out basically. We've got we've got a Slimer figure. We've got some blind. Um, mystery minis from Funko. We've got a Stay Puffed figure. We've got the four Ghostbusters in Pez format. Um, we have. <laughs> we also have an Ecto One that we're giving away as a. Uh, what is that? A one point. What's the scale on that one, Michael? 
130 second. 132nd. So the 132nd Ecto-1. So you're basically getting everything that you could possibly want to be to play with Ghostbusters. Um, along with that, you'll get a version of each one of our stickers um, that we've got and a Toy Rewind Podcast shirt. Um, we've got a couple different versions that you'll be able to choose from. So it's a huge like thing. Like Hopefully we have a lot of entries. People will really want this because... You know, if not, maybe I'll enter and I'll win. But yeah, I'm ready. What do you guys think about uh, this this prize pack? I think it's pretty I think cool. It's pretty cool. If 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 I wasn't part of the podcast, I'd love to win all this stuff myself. That's true. There goes. I definitely would. That's another phone noise. We're kind of. Um, also, uh, just to give a, another little shout out to the Dorksmen, I know they are doing a contest. Um, that's kind of a Halloween costume contest, also. So. Uh, be sure to check them out. If you're sharing a photo, a Halloween costume photo for this one, you could probably use it for theirs also. So be sure to check out the Four Dorksmen podcast um, and check out their contest that they're doing. Um, we also, I know that Average Nerd is doing a, I think it's a photo challenge that they're doing. Um, I got to look at that one and see. I don't know all the details. Do either one of you have to de- know the details on that one? I uh, don't know that one. No. no. Okay. Um, not off the top of my head. No. Well, I think theirs are still coming, fixing to come up. Yeah, so theirs theirs starts towards it. the end of the month, also. So, uh, but be sure to check out the Average Nerd podcast to find out the details about their contest. Uh, this is a great great time of year to do contests. So there's lots of people doing them. Um, while we're doing the shout outs to like basically the Nerds Unite Net, um, go check out SDS guys, uh, Larry and Scott and Jeremy and Nate. They're great. They're doing great stuff over there. Um, check out Geek Together. Uh, obviously the dorksmen check out totally rad movie podcast and movie retakes if you're into movies both of those are pretty awesome um nerdy curious the girls over there are doing a lot of fun stuff um average nerd secondary heroes uh talking pops nerd portraits uh three beers and a mic and um another one that michael brought up to us earlier today um called second opinion um they do video games is that what, that's what you said second opinions on video games yeah Pop culture and video games, yeah. Okay, so they're just this is it's a buddy of mine that that works with me that he's he's had his they've been around for a while. Uh, so. so be sure to check them out. That's second opinion, yeah, and if you're looking them for out. them, they have a funny little smiley face, red smiley face. I think it's red, Michael. Yeah, yeah. So on yeah, their on their like logo. That. So be sure to check them out um, and check out everybody else from the Nerds Unite Net. Um, it's a great network, all about just being here for each other and. You know, all about positivity. Um, check out their, they're all on Twitch. They're all anywhere that you can get a podcast. Check out Sully on his Twitch account. Um, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great network to be a part of. And if you're looking for positivity, positivity inside of the nerds network or inside of being a nerd, this is, this is where you want to be. So check out all those guys. They're doing, they're doing great stuff and, uh, I'm happy to be a part of it. So. There's your phone noise. I know you heard that one. So uh, it wasn't mine this it time. It wasn't. Um, you guys have any, anything no. else you want to add? No, I think I think we're good for the week. Awesome, John. Yeah. Artist, the power of dinosaurs. Oh, he's going with the he's going with the slogans. All right. <laughs> well, uh, then in that case, uh, on behalf of the brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind podcast. Play on.